Hey guys, welcome to the Becca Blue Rose podcast. Yes, I did change it to Becca Blue Rose, so you can find it on Instagram at Becca Blue Rose, all one word. For those of you who do not know me, I'm a writer, reader, outdoor enthusiast, and sustainable health and wellness advocate. I am currently living and working at a hostel in Switzerland for the summer. Who knows? I might stay longer. Um, I really don't have a plan right now. I'm doing some freelance writing on the side and just doing my podcast and doing things that I love and trying to experience as much as I possibly can. So this podcast is recorded anywhere and everywhere with anyone that I meet. So if you know anyone or even you want to be interviewed on this podcast and you have a story that you would like to share, I would love to chat with you. So definitely don't hesitate to reach out to me on Instagram. Also, feel free to let me know if there's any subject you would like me to talk about. Um, Mostly this this podcast will be fun chats with friends, hike chats, talks about life and balance and more. And just me as I go through these travels and experiences in the next few months of my life. So let's get to it. Hey guys, welcome to this week's episode of the Becca Blue Rose podcast. I am currently sitting on a bench at the top of Gimmelwald watching the sunset and it's absolutely beautiful. Um, I was just listening to a podcast um, at the hostel. I was sitting on a bench outside watching the sunset and I don't know people just kind of kept coming up to me and sitting next to me or talking to me asking me what I was listening to and It's not that I'm not in the mood to talk. It was just like I wanted to sit and really listen to this podcast. And it was kind of hard to do. And I think that that's hard to do sometimes at a hostel. You know, it's hard to find some alone time and some space considering I share a room with four other people. And there's always people walking around the hostel. Um, But I guess this week I wanted to talk about being just fully present and I guess learning to sit still and with that the idea of listening to a podcast for me I used to kind of just listen to them when I was doing anything so like when I was cleaning or when I was running or just literally doing anything and so normally if people came up to me and talked to me it wouldn't really bother me because I would like half be listening to my podcast and maybe half kind of like answering what they were talking about and not in like an actual conversation but if they were just sitting there it wouldn't really bother me um but recently it's actually really started to bother me and it's it's interesting because I think I've slowly realized that this whole idea of being present is also with things like reading or listening to a podcast or listening to music it's not just being present in places and being present with people and being present in conversations. Um, I was talking to one of the guys um, that's also volunteering here and we were talking about the simple act of laundry and how at the beginning of my volunteering, I would always have music in or a podcast in while I was cleaning. And then later I kind of realized that the music was kind of irritating me and I kept having to change my music because I was like, I really don't want to listen to this. 
And it was kind of because it was just like half engaging with the music, half engaging with laundry. So neither were turning out very well. And it's the same with podcasts. I feel like I was half engaging with the podcast, half engaging with laundry or cleaning. And I just didn't fully comprehend what the podcast was actually trying to say or what I was listening to. And so I kind of have stopped listening to music and listening to podcasts while I'm cleaning. And I've just kind of noticed that I've been engaging with cleaning more. And I know that sounds kind of weird, but just like, I don't know, actually paying attention to how I'm folding these things and how well I'm cleaning things and not missing things and not making simple mistakes is, I don't know, it's actually been quite nice. And I think I used to think that maybe that would be a waste of my time. Like maybe, you know, like if you ever cook to music or cook to a podcast as well, um, you're not fully engaging with the cooking or the podcast because you're doing two things at once. And I used to do that all the time. And now I've fully started to engage with just cooking. And I, I don't know, it just feels better and it feels more present to be in that moment. And I guess what I'm getting at here is that we're just so used to having music or a podcast or something like even a movie or something just up all the time so we're constantly stimulated and I think it just stems from a society that's afraid of being silent or afraid of the quiet and afraid to not have background noise and I I definitely used to be that way but now that I've kind of experienced what it's like to not be that way I kind of get irritated when it's the other way around. And so when I was sitting and listening to this podcast, I just wanted to simply sit and listen and just like stare at the mountains. I didn't want to be doing anything else. And again, normally I would never just sit down and listen to a podcast and not be doing something else. But I've kind of started to realize that I've been very half engaged in a lot of things um, and this is, this is with reading as well. And it, it's fine. Maybe sometimes if I'm reading a book, that's not too complicated and I'm reading something that is just for fun and is entertaining. But I've also started to realize that I don't really want to read those types of books anymore. I started reading, um, Crime and Punishment and I've, I've only like 30 pages in and I've maybe sat down to read it like three times but fully digesting and engaging with the material and, you know, looking up every word that I don't really know or trying to really follow the characters because they're in Russian names and really trying to digest what the author is trying to say is a lot harder than just reading the book to read it. And But I've really enjoyed actually engaging with my book like that again. You know, I mean, we used to, I used to do that, but, and we also were required to do that in school but even then, I mean, I used to be someone that would read with music in, um, just like instrumental background music. And I, like now that I put music in the, actually the other day because it was quite loud around me, but I could not read with even just instrumental music going. And I think that's because I've also started to engage with music a lot more. And now when I listen to music, it sounds so much better when I just sit there and close my eyes and listen to music and listen 
to the instruments and the lyrics and pay attention to music than it does when it's just background noise. And so I guess I've slowly started to just be present and engage in everything that I'm doing. And it honestly feels really, really nice to not be doing six different things at once and and be doing them halfway or quarter of the way. Um, yeah, I feel like it's something I've never really done before. And it's funny because so now in the morning, um, I think I mentioned on one of my previous podcasts that I had been waking up in the morning around 530 and going to sit out in front of the hostel with um, Cam, one of the other volunteers and drinking coffee and just like staring at the mountains, maybe sometimes talking, not always talking, maybe sometimes reading. Um, And we might sit there for like two hours before we would go to work. And we would just, we would just sit there and just stare at the mountains. And yeah. And so we'd been doing that for maybe like a week, a week and a half. I don't know, maybe even more. I, I lose track of time out here. Um, but we'd been doing that and recently, I don't know, we both kind of stopped doing that and like, not because we were like, oh, like we're not going to do this, but like, it was very natural that we both, you know, he wanted to come to actually the spot that I'm in right now and meditate and read because he also needed to kind of get away from the hostel to focus on his book. And I have always been someone that really likes to wake up and do activity And so I've been going for a run every morning and then going to take a dip in the waterfall and like meditating in the cold water. And that's been super nice. But part of me yesterday when I was in the waterfall, I was like, why have I not been doing this the entire time I've been here? And I almost kind of got irritated with myself. I was like, you've been here this entire summer and you only just started doing this now and you kind of wasted your time maybe just sitting and staring at the mountains. But then I kind of took a step back and I was like, no, this is a lesson that you needed to learn. This was like a lesson that you really, really needed to learn because I've always been someone that I think I've said this before, like has to-do lists and has things that I want to get done. And my alarm is always set for 5 a.m. and I'm up and I'm like, how many things can I get done before I have to do something else? You know, like how many things can I check off my to-do list this morning? So that would be listening to a podcast, 20 minutes of personal development reading, my workout, my healthy breakfast, um, 10 minutes of like meditation or yoga. You know, I would have that morning ritual set out for me before I would do so say I was at uni like before I would go to school I would try to get all of that done and just always be so structured and always wake up to an alarm clock and always have 10 things to do right when I wake up and here I've been very much just waking up at least the beginning of the summer just waking up with the sun taking a coffee sitting outside, reading a book, watching the mountains, just listening to the waterfalls. And that's been super beneficial for me because I've always been the opposite. And so yesterday when I had that thought of like, oh, you're just wasting your time. Like, I cannot believe you wasted all that time. I actually really had to take a step back and be like, this is such a valuable lesson that you're learning to just sit still and exist and engage with books again and engage with music and engage with podcasts because 
lately too, I've I've really noticed that I mean, yes, I've I've I'm constantly learning and I think something I've really noticed, I mean, I have a lot of knowledge, but it's a lot of fitness knowledge and nutrition knowledge and emotional knowledge. I spend a lot of time, you know, kind of researching psychology and um, just the human brain and activity and behavior and that kind of stuff, just because I had a lot of stuff that maybe I wanted to understand about human connection. And one podcast that I really like is how to love and minimalists. So I guess those are, those are two podcasts, but I guess just human behavior and like the way relationships work and, um, how to communicate with people. That's been a lot of, I think my focus in the last year. So maybe more on the personal development side rather than, you know, learning about art and music and books and that kind of stuff, which I also really enjoy and appreciate, but it has not been my focus this last year because I think I had a lot of personal growth that I really wanted to do. And now that I'm kind of coming back to this part of me that is focused on more culture and art and books and music, I've really noticed that I've engaged with that stuff a lot. You know, I took a film class, I took a music class. It's not like I've never engaged with that stuff, but I don't think I've ever really engaged with it the right way. And I don't think I've ever paid attention to it as much as I would have liked. And, you know, I kind of say I'm not someone that can just pull quotes from things or I'm not someone that maybe understands this to the extent that I should. But that's the thing is like I could be that person. It's just that it's a lack of engagement. It's not that I personally cannot do that. It's I mean, the human like we're human. We're capable of so much and our brains are so smart. Um, but it's just, I haven't properly engaged with that kind of stuff. And so now I'm really, I really want to, because I just almost feel sad that I don't know as much as I want to. And I mean, I can change that and I started to, but I mean, another perfect example would be that I learned to hand sew a few months ago and I absolutely love sewing. It has become very therapeutic for me. Um, but I've never been someone that was very handy or thought that I could, um, I guess, create things, um, and just be like, oh, I want to make a bag or I want to make a headband or I want to make clothes. Like that seemed very far from my wheelhouse. And I just didn't think that it was possible. But then my friend, um, taught me how to sew. And so I hand sewed this bag and I mean, you know, it's not perfect, right? There's kind of a lot wrong with it, but that's besides the point. The point is that I did it. And then like once you do it and you realize that you can do that, you're just kind of like, oh, well, if I can do that, then I can obviously make this other thing and make this other thing. And so I've been kind of accumulating sewing projects here at the hostel. And um, the other day I sat, I told the other volunteers, I was like, I'm going to, I'm going to go. sew, and then immediately they're like, yeah, like that sounds really nice. And they started sewing and, you know, one of them fixed their jacket. The other one fixed their shirt. Um, the other one is making a little pouch for their, um, fork or for their silverware. And then, um, you know, then we sewed again the next day and then there was a headphone, uh, case that was made and I made a bag and, um, I made a headband today. And it's just funny because I, 
I don't know, that's not something I ever thought that I could do. And I would see other people. So, and I was like, Oh, that's so cool. But the point that I'm making is that I want to make patchwork shorts and I was going to hand sew them. And then I was like, that's going to take so long. And it's not the time commitment. That's the problem. It's just like my hand sewing isn't great that I thought that maybe a sewing machine would just be kind of nice because, um, it would just be more of a straight stitch and more sturdy so that the shorts wouldn't fall apart. And I mean, if you're wearing shorts, you kind of don't want them to fall apart. I'm kind of imagining my patchwork shorts, just if he gets in the water with them and they're just kind of like fall apart if I hand sewed them. So I really think maybe using the sewing machine would be the best way to go. Um, but it's just funny because I... I've never used a sewing machine before. And so I asked the owner of the hostel, I was like, hey, can I use your sewing machine? And sewing machines are probably pretty intuitive for a lot of people. You know, I I just didn't feel that way because again, sewing was something I never was like, oh, I can do this. And machines and handiwork, it's just never been my thing. I've never, I've just never learned. And again, if you don't learn, if you don't learn something or know something, it, it, sometimes it doesn't feel very intuitive. Like there's a lot of people with fitness, right. That don't have very good hand-eye coordination, or they just don't have very good stability and kinesthetic awareness is very hard for them. For me, that is so easy. Like any sport, any, um, movement any workout like I can pick that up so quickly but it's in my mind I have to remember that that's not super intuitive for everyone but for me that stuff is like second nature and so for sewing that's just not second nature using a sewing machine for me and like in my mind putting together how patchwork shorts are going to come together is just not intuitive at all and it it definitely takes some some work um, but I kind of felt discouraged a little bit. I was like, oh man, like this is a sewing machine. I'm not going to be able to figure this out. And then today I woke up and I was like, you know what? No, if I pr- properly engage with this, I can figure it out. You know, I was like, it might take me all day, but if I properly sit down and I'm not listening to music or I'm not listening to a podcast and I'm actively engaging with this task and I'm trying to figure it out, then I will be able to do it. And little did I know it took me like maybe an hour I watched some YouTube videos I wanted to make sure I was doing it right and I figured it out and another thing though is like I took the sewing machine out yesterday and I sat down with it and I didn't even sew anything you know I don't think I threaded it correctly but I took it out I got used to the machine I was aware of what was happening and then I was like I'm gonna let my brain sit on this for a night and then I'll come back to it today and so then I came back to it today and I sewed a headband and I figured it out. And eventually, yeah, I want to do patchwork shorts. But after I did the headband, I was kind of like, okay, I'm going to let my brain sleep on this again. And then tomorrow I'll come back to it. And I think that's the thing is that normally in these circumstances, I would have had a podcast going. I would have had music going. I would have just had some sort of stimulus while I was trying to learn this new skill. And it's kind of becoming clear to me that that's why I struggle sometimes to learn new things and engage with things because I, I mean, learn just, I guess, learn new things because I'm not properly engaging with them. And I just, I don't know. I find that so interesting because coming from a world that is just so stimulated all the time, it is so nice to just focus on one thing at a time and be in an environment that just focusing on one thing is so nice. And just, that's what 
you should be doing. And another thing is that, yes, I need my phone to learn. I'm learning to play the guitar as well. And learning to play the guitar and learning to sew, I kind of need my phone there because I need to watch videos. You know, having a phone is quite handy for that kind of stuff. But in a lot of other cases, I've kind of just left my phone behind. My phone is pretty much always on do not disturb. I never have notifications up and it's kind of just away from me. And I really noticed that that's also helped me engage in things because at work, my phone is just on the couch and I've never, I don't really pick it up. And when I go to bed, you know, my phone is just away. I don't really pick it up. When I'm sitting outside having breakfast or something, I never have my phone on me. So I never feel like I need to check it. And another, oh, this is, this has been life-changing for me as well, that I went for the run the other day or this morning and yesterday, and I went to the waterfall and I didn't bring my phone with me. Um, and I didn't have headphones. I didn't have, I didn't even have my watch. And I honestly cannot remember the last time that I didn't have headphones, a phone, or a watch with me. Not all three, but most of the time I at least have my watch with me. And I'm, you know, timing it and seeing how far I go. And I know what time it is. And I, yeah, I just didn't even have my watch with me. And so I went for my run. I had no idea how long it took me. I just did it. And I had no idea what time it was when I went to the waterfall. I just kind of sat there. and But I, I mean, I didn't want to know what time it was. I didn't have anywhere to be. But the past few weeks, I've noticed that I've kind of been struggling with my workouts and it's been really hard for me. Um, so I guess the first, actually, I take that back. The first time I did this was when I went to Interlochen and I left the tr- my, all my stuff at the train station. I went for a run to the lake and then I did a workout beside the lake and then I went for a swim in the lake and then I ran back. And during this workout, yeah, I didn't have my phone. I didn't have music. I didn't have my watch or anything. And I had no idea what time it was. I was meeting one of the other volunteers at a cafe later. We had no set time. Neither of us had our phones. We were just like, we'll meet at this cafe when we're both done with the stuff that we needed to do. And like, I didn't even have my phone in Interlock and I didn't bring it. I left it at the hostel. And so and that was like such a cool experience for me because I don't remember the last time I, I did something like that. And my workout was incredible because all I had to focus on was my movements, my body, and like really focusing on um, creating tension in my muscles and just really engaging my brain with my workout and then also with my run and then with my swim. And it was the best two hours of a workout I've had in a long time. And it was because I was properly engaging with it. And so then the next few days, as I've been running and going to the waterfall, I've decided to just leave every electronic behind and just engage with my workout. And my workouts have been incredible. And I've been doing like the same kind of workouts because I don't have a gym and, you know, I go hiking, but yeah, I don't have a gym. So I've just been doing a lot of body weight exercises and it's, it hasn't felt this good because I'm always listening to music and I'm always changing my music because I'm like, I don't want to listen to this music. And I have a hard time with music that's quote unquote workout music because I don't necessarily like to listen to like Usher and Rihanna and all of those people all the time. And I'm not saying those are the only workout music. Those are honestly just the first two people that came to my mind. And now that I've been engaging with music a lot more, I kind of get frustrated when I'm just listening to music to listen to music to kind of just fill the silence. And I used to think that I couldn't run without music or I couldn't run without an audiobook or something because I was like, no, it gives me motivation. And that's fair. Maybe when I was training for a marathon and I was running 10 miles in the city, 
sometimes it is really hard to stay engaged. So I do need an audiobook for that. I cannot listen to music when I run that far anyways. But listening to an audiobook is kind of nice sometimes because yeah, that is kind of just mindless running. But here, just being in waterfalls and nature and hearing the wind and the birds, it's been so incredible just to focus on that and then focus on my workout and not be focused on anything else. And I guess half focused on that because I'm like, oh, I want to push myself in this workout. But I'm also trying to focus on what this person is saying in my ears. And it just doesn't work because I don't digest a lot of what they're saying. And I've only recently kind of realized that I'm I'm tired of half engaging in things and I'm tired of like half engaging in life, I guess. Like all of these things are parts of life and they're things that I enjoy and I've I just kind of came to the realization that I've been very half engaging in my life and I don't really like that. And I think that's kind of one of my fears, you know. I think I'm kind of getting ready to leave the hostel and I mean I have no idea what's next and no idea what I'm doing but I think part of me is really afraid to go back to an environment where I feel like I'm constantly stimulated all of the time and I know I don't necessarily want to live in a city um, but even where I'm from in a smaller town or a smaller city, I guess now it's not super small anymore, but you're just constantly stimulated. And that's the thing, because at least in the US, we drive everywhere, right? So when you're in the car for 25 minutes, you're listening to a podcast, you're listening to an audiobook, you're not just driving, you're listening to something, you're talking to someone on the phone. And then, you know, say I go to work or something, there's always music playing in the background, or I go to a cafe, there's just always music. And I don't know, like, you're just constantly stimulated all the time. And I'm just kind of afraid to go back to a world where I'm stimulated all the time. And I feel like I have to have a to-do list all the time. And I feel like I always have somewhere to be and something to do. Um, and again, like I have goals and I have things that I want to do and I'm still properly working towards them. But somehow I don't think having a to-do list and a ton of things to check off every day and being constantly stimulated by music and podcasts and this assumption that if you're not using your time like that, like if you're not listening to something while you're cleaning the dishes that, or like having a video up and learning something or doing a master class or YouTubing, then you're not getting anywhere, I guess. And it's, it's funny because I kind of had that mindset all of college and all of Madrid where I've just, you know, I would commute an hour and a half to work every day. And on the bus, I would also just be like, I'm listening to three podcasts or I'm listening to an audiobook. And it was more of just like checking things off rather than properly engaging with them and writing down what I learned. And now I'm kind of noticing that I don't remember a lot of what I learned. I don't really, like I do remember to some extent, but I don't remember specifically. And I don't like that. Like I really don't like that I don't remember specifically And it doesn't make me insecure that I don't know these things. It just really makes me want to challenge myself to actively engage in everything. But yeah, I think I'm kind of afraid to go back to a life like that um, because I don't want that. And I was talking about habits with Cam today and um, I don't know if I've actually said who Cam is, but Cam is one of the other volunteers and we've become pretty good friends. But, you know... I, we were, yeah, we were talking about habits and, 
um, how it's pretty easy to fall back into old habits when you go back into old environments. Like we're human and we're not immune to that kind of stuff. And that, that I think does scare me a little bit. Um, I don't really, yeah, I just don't, I don't want that. I don't want to feel rushed to do things. And I don't want to feel this pressure to constantly be just gaining information or just swallowing knowledge that I'm not going to even retain. And it's kind of like that whole thing of quality versus quantity. And it's like, I'd rather listen to one podcast a day or maybe one podcast and split it into two days and sit here and really engage with it than listen to 10 podcasts in a day while I'm doing stuff, but really not engage with any of it and not really understand what I'm learning. And I think this has a lot to do with America's culture of, and I'm speaking for America because I'm from America and I don't really know from other experiences, but from my experience in the U.S., we kind of just regurgitate knowledge that we heard and we don't actively engage with it. So for example, we'll sit down and have conversations and we will regurgitate 10 facts that we know because we listened to the thing that we were listening to or reading enough to know these facts. But if someone asks us a question or tries to go in a different direction with the conversation, just in my experience, when I've had a conversation with someone, if I've asked them a question and they don't know the answer because they just know the things that they can regurgitate and repeat, then they kind of like get flustered and get defensive or they'll try to say the same thing in 10 different ways because they don't actually know how to say it in another way because they don't actually know what they're talking about. And I think that's simply because we just are overstimulated and don't engage and we just want to appear smarter than we actually are or appear to know more about something than we know and we're afraid to admit when we don't know something. And something I've really learned in conversation out here is that knowledge, it is okay to be honest and say you don't know something. There's so many things that people have asked me about that I'm just simply like, I actually don't know. And it's actually concerning a little bit, you know? I'm I'm not afraid to admit that I don't know something because I do know that I know a lot about the things that I know. Um, and if they ask me questions about that, then sure, I can spew off my knowledge. But that's besides the point. I think I'm just uncomfortable with the questions that people ask me. I mean, not even uncomfortable, but I'm just annoyed with myself that I don't know a lot of these things. But it's actually really making me motivated to re-engage with my education. Because as I've said before, I've never been so interested in my education as when I gra- like graduated from university. And that's a whole nother thing that I don't really think I actively engaged with my degree much at all. Like, I I know I learned stuff, but thinking about it now, I'm like, you could have engaged so much more and you just didn't. And I've said that if there's one thing I regret, it's how I went about university. But that's, that's besides the point. The point is that now I would really like to start engaging with that kind of stuff. But I totally lost my train of thought. Um because I got distracted. See how easy it is to get distracted. Um, But I 100% lost my train of thought. But anyways, besides the point, I think I was saying that I would like to start engaging with that stuff more. And I think 
that I've just learned how important it is to engage with literally everything. Um, I think, as I said in the last podcast, it's kind of like if you stare at something long enough, you'll find something beautiful. And it's kind of like if you listen to something long enough or you listen to something intently enough, you'll get something out of it that you didn't know before. It's like reading your favorite book over and over again or watching your favorite movie or not even your favorite, just watching a movie over and over, watching a, uh, or reading a book, listening to a song. Every time that you do it, you're probably going to get something else from it. And I, and I was also talking to this guy and he made a good point that we don't like books and stuff you know they used to be more studied than they were just read and so it wasn't that people used to read a hundred books it was that people would read one book and study it you know like with the bible like people would read it and then they would read it again and they would study it or with literature you know they would read a book and then read it again and cam is he read moby dick and then he immediately started reading it again because he's going to understand it more the second time. And I was like, I haven't done that in so long. I have not, like I've read books twice, but I have not studied a book in a long time. And I have just realized that the reason I have a hard time sometimes getting through literature and what's supposed to be great literature is because I don't ever actively engage with it. I just kind of like sit there and read it and I don't understand what I'm reading. And therefore I get annoyed because I'm not understanding it and then I sometimes kind of think I'm stupid because I'm like why can't you just understand this um so I just find yeah I've just found all of that very interesting but back to my point of being at the waterfall and being kind of annoyed with myself for not running and going to the waterfall every single day I think that this is just an important lesson that I needed to learn that I really needed to learn to sit still and just engage with literally everything like right now I'm I'm not doing anything besides sitting here and watching the mountains I'm not doing something else while I'm recording my podcast which I think also feels good because I think sometimes I would often be doing something else I mean I'm pretty used to recording them outside and around but I've recorded some, you know, in the car and walking up mountains. And instead, now I'm just sitting and simply doing it, which I think kind of changes the dynamic of it a little bit. Um, and it's just kind of felt quite nice to just to just be doing one thing at a time and not feeling like, oh, you're doing this now and you have five things to do in the next hour. Um, so yeah, I guess that's kind of what I wanted to talk about today. Just, it's been really beautiful for me to kind of just sit still and appreciate and engage. And I, I told my best friend this today, I sent her a voice message and I was like, I think you'd be really proud of me. I'm, cause she knows that I struggle to sit still and I struggle to just not be doing something all the time. And she was, I think, I, you know, I was just like, I think you'd be proud of me. Like, I've really learned to just sit still and be okay not doing anything. Um, and by not doing anything, like, I'm still saying, like, listening to a podcast, but not doing anything while I'm listening to it. Even though I have learned to just sit and do absolutely nothing as well. But um, 
yeah, I was just like, I'm, I'm actually just really proud of myself because I'm, I'm not so fidgety and I'm not so like, I have to be doing something else and I'm not stressed or anxious about what I'm not getting done. I'm just really focused on what I am doing and being present and learning and understanding. And that's another thing, just the amount of conversations I've engaged in, like I've had hours and hours of conversation since I've been here. And I haven't felt the need to like leave a conversation. I have sometimes with people that or maybe in a moment that I wasn't really in the mood to have a conversation. But with other people that conversations have run, you know, I'll be sitting at lunch and Cam and I will sit down and randomly will end on a topic that leads to a two hour conversation that I wasn't prepared for. But still, I sit there and I'm not thinking about anything else. I'm just thinking about what he's saying and really digesting it. And I've also really learned to pause during conversations. And I guess that goes back to what I was saying about people in the U.S. just kind of like regurgitating information. With these people, it's been really nice to be able to sit and pause in a conversation and allow someone to think and engage rather than the minute there's an awkward, not even an awkward silence, the minute there's a silence, someone just feels the need to say something else and it hasn't been like that. It's like I actively wait a good, I don't count, but I actively wait a good like five seconds, 10 seconds before I say something because I'm letting the other person think and they let me think, which honestly helps me in conversation because sometimes I'm just like, let me gather my thoughts and just digest what you just said before I say something. You know, I think my my go-to answer sometimes is like, oh, I don't know. or But I'm like, actually, if I took a second and just thought about that long enough, I'm, I might know. Um, and so I think that's that's been pretty cool for me because it's it's just not something I've been used to. And like I said, I've just always been so structured and here I'm so unstructured, but in such a good way and in such a way that I think it, it definitely challenged me and made me uncomfortable, but I'm I'm appreciating it so much. So I'm definitely interested to see how it goes when I go back to the States and I, yeah, if I go back to the States, I still have no idea what I'm doing, but it's, I think I'm interested to see how that goes for me and what changes and just how I've developed and see how I implement that into my, my routine at home. And I hope that I don't fall back into old habits and I hope that I can keep with the information that I've that I've learned um I am walking down now because I'm kind of cold and also Cam and I are making fajitas and it's nine o'clock and he gets off at nine thirty, and I kind of want fajitas because I'm super hungry but ignore that because I'm still super present in this podcast um yeah, I just, and as I say that, I lost my train of thought round two. Um, but yeah, I just, I hope that I can keep doing all this stuff and just be present. You know, I, I, I have really learned to live without my phone these days as well. And I think that's another thing that I'm kind of grappling with is this idea that to be successful in the field that I want to be successful in, I have to have this big social media presence and I have to be, you know, on my phone and responding to people and reaching out to people and emailing brands and that kind of stuff. And I, I've really come to not really enjoy my social media at all. I've really taken a step back. And that's another reason I haven't posted a ton of podcasts as I've talked about in the last, the last um, episode of being present. It's just like, I want to engage in life and I don't want to, I don't want to, I guess, 
yeah, I just, I want to engage and I don't want to be on my social media and feel like I need to post all the time. And, and I guess if it doesn't feel intuitive to me or natural to post and to be on social media, then maybe that's telling that that's not my path. And maybe the path I take is different, but I've really learned that I could probably just throw my phone away and I'd be okay. I mean, it's nice to, obviously I want to be able to call my family and I want to be able to talk to my friends and that's nice. And, you know, listening to podcasts and listening to music is nice, but I think the majority of the time, like 95% of the time, I just don't think I need my phone. And it is convenient, yes, to have like the train line app and to have all that stuff. And when I want to look something up, but when I went to Interlochen and I didn't bring my phone, it was super nice to just be like, oh, I was going to look something up, but oh wait, I can't because I don't have my phone. And then you realize that the world doesn't end, you know, like we were going to look up cafes and then we realized, oh, neither of us have our phones. We can't look up the cafes. And then we're like, okay, cool. Well, we'll just meet at this one and go from there and see what happens. And that was really cool because I'm like, ah, I, in a moment that I kind of thought I needed to rely on my phone, I, I really didn't. And I totally could live without it. But even even that, like, just not having my phone on me more has really helped me be present and engage. And just I the amount that I just don't check my phone anymore has been so nice. I think at home, it's kind of just second nature. Like, your phone is just sitting there, so you always just check it. But now I'm realizing I just don't really have anything to check for. I mean, I still have my freelance clients and I still obviously pay attention to that. And I'm on my computer sometimes, but I still think it's just way less than it used to be. And I just feel like this is so good that I've, I, it just feels really nice to just, just engage. I've said engage so many times on this podcast. It's not even funny. So I guess that's the theme of this podcast. So maybe that's going to also be the name of this podcast because I think you could probably count how many times I've said it. It's kind of like someone's like count, you know, when they say like 150 times, you just kind of start to notice. So I'm sorry if that's how you feel about the word engage on this podcast. But that being said, I hope you all engage. And I, I encourage you to just like take a day and maybe put your phone away and or just instead of listening to a podcast while you're doing 50 things just listen to it while you're sitting and doing nothing instead of listening to music while you're doing something else just sit and close your eyes outside in the sun and just listen to the music um i think it's a super cool way to learn that everything is interesting and everything is worth engaging with and everything could be exciting and rewarding and relaxing and peaceful and everything can be something great if you just engage with it as I've said 10 times um but I I encourage you to do that and I think it's a balance like maybe one day listen to a podcast while you're cooking or cleaning or something and then maybe the next day listen to a podcast while you're not doing anything and you're sitting and staring and maybe just like kind of figure out or notice how you listen differently and maybe did you get more which one did you get more out of which one did you um maybe not 
engage with as much or see if it makes a difference for you and also with music maybe play um your favorite playlist once through and while you're like cooking or cleaning or doing whatever going for a run play your favorite playlist through and see how that like oh okay wow sorry my words english is not my first language apparently um then the next time maybe sit outside in the sun or wherever you are and close your eyes and really listen to the playlist and see if there's a difference like see because i've done this and i've noticed that some songs that i thought i really liked i actually really don't like and it's because i sat there and i closed my eyes and i really listened to it and i was like actually i really don't like this and so maybe see if there's a difference in how you're um understanding and taking in the like the music or the book or the podcast and just that information and that stimulus and just see if there's a different difference based on how you decide to listen to it um I think that would be really a unique experience because yes I still think everything is about balance and maybe if you are someone that is not in the middle of the mountains and doesn't have anywhere to be then maybe you can't do that with a podcast or a book or something all the time but I think maybe doing it once or twice a week would just be life-changing. I think just slowly trying to add that habit in and create more of a balance is, I think that would be pretty cool. Um, for lack of a better better term right now, cool is what I'm going with. Um, but yeah, that being said, I think that's my challenge for you guys this week and let me know if you do that and let me know how it goes how it makes you feel maybe I'm completely wrong and you get more out of everything while you're doing 10 things because you're the best multitasker in the entire world and your brain works way better than mine um so yeah maybe that's true I don't know I mean I'm just speaking for me and this is how I feel so I think that's all I kind of have to say is everyone's unique and individual and if this doesn't work for you then go do your dishes listen to a podcast and watch a movie at the same time um yeah I don't think you could do that but it's fine you get the point um all right guys well I'm almost back to the hostel now so I'm gonna go eat some fajitas with Cam um I have become fajita chef because we've been cooking every meal together, actually, and we both have our specialties. I have not. We've kind of got hard. We've gotten soft boiled eggs down to a science. Um, see, this is another thing. We've really engaged with the cooking process here, and we have like four meals. We have, so we love breakfast. So we have like eggs on toast for breakfast, as I've probably mentioned before in a podcast, but we have eggs on toast for breakfast. And then usually for, well, actually we have it for brunch. And then for dinner, we have either like fajitas or we have curry or we have um, like an Asian dish. Um, and so we have like f maybe four things and we've just been trying to perfect them. And so he's kind of like egg chef because apparently I don't boil the water correctly. And I also always forget to salt the rice, which whatever, um, you live and you still don't learn, but he's gotten our eggs down. Like it's five forty-five, five minutes and 45 seconds to soft boil an egg and it's like four minutes to bake the bread and we, we just really got it down to a science and then for my like fajitas I'm fajita chef and so um you know I've 
really gotten it down to where it's like super moist and super tasty and all the spices are right and we figured out the right amount of chili and it's just funny because we really engaged in this process and make it made it like an experiment and yes we've made the joke egg experiment like 10 times so if you thought of that good on you your brain works the same um but yeah so anyways we've really engaged in this cooking process and one of cam's goals was to you know be a little better at cooking and so he's been learning that a little bit and our food has gotten progressively better and it's just because instead of doing anything else while we're cooking we're just cooking and experimenting and it's been super fun but anyways on that note um i'm gonna go eat some fajitas have a good night guys let me know if you do any of this or you think i'm crazy um and yeah, I'll talk to you guys next week. See ya. All right, guys, that's a wrap on this week's episode of the Becca Blue Rose podcast. I hope you enjoyed. If you did, definitely share it to your Instagram stories. Share it with a friend that you think might need to hear it and tell me what you liked. Also, feel free to DM me with anything that you would like me to talk about. Or if you are interested or know anyone else who's interested in being interviewed on the podcast, I'd love to have you and I'd love to hear your story. So I look forward to chatting with you guys and don't forget to subscribe. An episode is released every Sunday at 8 p.m. here in Europe and like 10, 11 a.m. back in the U.S. So talk to you guys later. Have a good day.